0: Welcome to You, Me, and Mike. I'm Jen Todrick, otherwise known as the Rambling Redhead on Instagram and the host and designer of No De Moreno on HGTV.
1: And I'm Mike. And I'm also known as Mike.
0: And he's Mike. Applause. Anyone? Applause. Okay. <laughs> 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 Welcome back to the podcast, You, Me, and Mike. This is a part two of the episode. So if you have not yet watched part one, which is Finding Joy in Marriage.
1: Rewind. Go back. Find the other episode.
0: Oh, I thought you were talking to me. No. Like redo I'm that. People, I'm like, no, if you're it's true.
1: Right now, go back and listen. You got to find the
0: you part. You know what one. happens sometimes
1: on Apple? I'll, I'll listen to the new one and uh-huh. it plays the 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 newest one instead of the one prior. Oh, So it yeah. goes a little bit harder. So, hey, if you're listening to this, it's one way before this. So
0: that's true. Yeah, go then back and we'll talk to go you in a second. Go back and listen. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be right here. We'll wait. We'll be right here and wait. <laughs> so we had a lot of questions about. Basically, how do you know if that one's the right one? Things to look for mm-hmm. in a spouse. And even if you're already married and you're thinking, okay, I don't need this. I'm going to click off. We're going to talk about things basically kind of, you know, ending our marriage series about really what it boils down to for me and everything we've been talking about is a healthy communication. And oh. I think that's something that needs to be recognized from the very beginning. However, it's more you, than just
1: communication. It's understanding. Under, communication, well, I was about yeah, to say
0: yeah. there's a two-parter. If you're already married and you're already in it and, um, say you know and you recognize that the fighting just isn't super healthy i think there's two ways to go about this and there's two parts i think it's um one healthy communication which is something that i have to work on like presenting things well and and
1: i'm i'm pretty much pro with that
0: (laughs) whatever (laughs) withholding things um that you want to say but in the moment would be really damaging but then there's also a second part of the other person um being open to receiving this even if they really don't want to hear it and and being aware that, Hey, my partner is really treading lightly and I can tell that he or she is trying to present this in a really good way for that. I'm going to give respect and listen to yeah. this. And so how do we find that? Yeah. Right. And how do we think about this person that we're dating and say, okay, I bet you this person is going to be great to fight with 12 years down the road. Or if yeah. maybe they oh, you're won't.
1: talking pre, Well, I'm talking both.
0: There's, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who are already married here. So we're kind of going to hone in on healthy communication, basically how we fight. Maybe we can dive into that, but also people who are asking us questions like what to look for. I think there's a way to spot that as well. From the very beginning, I, there were traits that I saw in you that I knew you were a good communicator, you know? I mean, clearly
1: because Jen, when you articulated this setup for this podcast, I felt safe. Because I knew the structure okay. of this
0: at the foot of the bed, <laughs> at the foot of the bed. Did, but
1: did you see my framework? Yes, I used it. It was good. That was nice. No, okay. but look, it, 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 we've we've tried to give a little tips and tricks and things that work for us. And, for us, and, and you may be like you guys are wackos, but whatever. We are a little bit weird, but we we know our at least, at at least we of, understand yeah, each other's it, weird because we can't not talk, and that's Chen and I's you know downfall and also strength is that we do communicate mm-hmm. a lot and. I've said Although this.
0: sometimes in fights, you you I'll don't. shut down
1: a little bit, but it means yeah. I pull away, then I come back. But I one thing is I've said is, despite your enneagram eight and your uh, ability to not hold back your thoughts, mm-hmm. I mean you're you, but you're not mean. I want to say you're not a mean fighter. You're generally not. Thank I mean, you. you said you've said sharp things before, but you're really not a hurtful person. That's good. Um, I but, know
0: that because I've thought some really bad things and I didn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding do you want to know <laughs> just kidding i it's have no idea of me now <laughs> let's let, uh,
1: let, let let's let these five or six people that are listening here yeah <laughs> just a few of our here, closest friends here, oh i don't even know where i was going with this um i don't
0: either but this is all stemming from we are basically putting an end to yeah. our marriage series and so i thought a good way oh. to talk about that is i remember okay I say, I yes, always, please. I have, here's
1: the thing i always know where you stand i do that's it No, that was. But it was important. That was the big aha that that we're waiting for. But here's the things about importance about this is that I think people have difficulty when they don't know where the other person is, and they don't know what they're they're angry about or they're frustrated about or what they're all the things that happen. And and these are things that some people have asked, like, what about how do you start this conversation and before you even get married,
0: right? And so that's a good lead into what I was about to say. So I think. A good thing to look for in my own personal opinion with just my brain and my perspective, right? We love that p word um, is if you're dating and you have a fight, how does the person communicate? Are they quick to shut down? or I mean we all get angry and we say stupid things. So you have to you really have to look at like how this person comes around in the back end. Are they coming? are they heartfelt when they say they're sorry? Are they yep. saying really mean cutthroat things? Um, do they seem open? Here's the biggest thing. If you have something you need to talk about and it might come out of the blue for them, if you put it in a really good way and you feel like, okay, I've done well to, tr-, you know, you didn't come and start throwing arms and be all mean. If you did it in a correct way, how are they responding? Are they yeah. open to it? Because that's a really, really good trait. It doesn't mean that they still won't get a little defensive. They're human. But how are they whenever you bring something, a hard topic? Yeah. So if you're sitting here and you're thinking about it and you have something you want to say and test it. And I think. I think also it's kind of telling if you're not comfortable coming to that person in fear of something. So kind of dissect that. And if that's happening, like, I mean, Mike, I've even had to say, let's bring it back to us and what we know. If I've had to bring something up to Mike, I think I about something that I knew he was going to get defensive of. I'm trying to remember what the most recent thing is, but I have it in my head. I just don't know what the topic was. I
1: Mike, s- you clean too much. Let me do more housework. That wasn't housework.
0: it. That wasn't Please. it. Please, that was absolutely you, not it. But Mike, thank you for reminding me that it was over housework. I'm sure. Mike, about-
1: <laughs> I need you more often in ways to create relationships with me. Okay, like with me.
0: So I always, whenever I think it's going to be really, really defensive with you, Mike. Well, I don't want to tell you my my ways. Now that I'm thinking about it. My ways are more like if I say Mike. I need to tell you something, but I feel like you're going to get really defensive. So please hear me out. This is coming from an okay place, but I I need you to hear it and don't get mad. When I say that to you, it does go better because I'm acknowledging it's a tough topic, but it also kind of holds you accountable to not leave and get, you know what I mean? Like I feel like when you sit down and, but it can't be done and now listen, you can't just storm off. Like it's a tone. I have to really be like, coming from a sincere place of really kind of begging, asking him to not do that. And then I feel like we it goes both ways. But th- when are- you say that to me, I'm like, okay, he's prefacing me that I'm going to hate this, but right. I need to be mature and sit here and listen to this. Don't you think There's that like true. gets your There's attention? True.
1: We're, we're talking, this. these are, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to say these are things that are probably more relevant to post- dating because i don't think so oh i disagree i don't. Well, disagree i think, I he, disagree with I you think disagreeing. most i think most people show their best side and they hide actually Mike, what they're really no, feeling during we were, dating no, we
0: were in a healthy relationship there are a lot of yeah. people that are in bad dating relationships but then they want to get married well <laughs>
1: I don't, if you're not happy and you're da- like honey all out. i know
0: is that all the questions right were it's please good. tell me signs of a good If you're fighting and you
1: can't communicate in a relationship during dating time, there's a red flag right there. 100%. I, I would, I'm, I'm I'm, saying, I'm not I'm, trying to be dad at this point, but if I tell my daughter or my son that point, if you can't get along with the person you're in a dating relationship and you're unhappy... There's a giant red flag that we right. should be discussing now. If right, you're but in, that's not
0: obviously so obvious, Mike. So I'm breaking <laughs> it down. I'm giving it a very descriptive, right. which is when you come to a problem that's very serious I, to you. How is this person? I reacting? would say, so.
1: I mean, going back to the the thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this, and I want to bring something back okay. even further on this one. Um, my way isn't too dissimilar. I think there's things when you have frustration,
0: Dis- dissimilar. Does that mean different? I've never heard of that dissimilar? word in my life. Keep going. It's a word.
1: Yeah. I a, mean, I
0: believe you. Okay. I word. believe you. That's a
1: $5 Okay. $5 word. You can pay me later. All right. Um, they're not necessarily dissimilar in the fact that you bring it in dissimilar. place to say you understand what's going to keep me in the conversation, not become defensive because the worst thing you can do is attack the other person. You do this. You do I this. I hate you the do word this.
0: attack. It's so dramatic, but, it, but whatever. But it feels
1: that way right. when you're saying in the moment you know, the person, you know, cause again, we all live in our own mind. We see our mm. own world and we don't necessarily see their person's world. So when somebody says you didn't do this, you didn't do that, you're not making no me. No one you're responds like, well to it. Oh, I'm in yeah. a corner. Hold on. I get what you're sec-. saying. Right. So there is the other aspect of saying we, there's a we aspect to every relationship. We need to work on it. We are having this problem. We are in this together,
0: but I would challenge you and say a lot of times it's not we Mike. And so if you have something <laughs> right. that I need to fix or if You have something or if I need something you need to fix. There's always we. It's how do we, no, that's not true. I don't agree with that whatsoever. mm -hmm. The person, both of us need to be open to hearing whenever we're doing something. (laughs) We both need to be open to hearing when we're doing something that the other doesn't like. And yeah, I get the whole we thing, but sometimes it's not we. And the other person needs to be okay with hearing that. But also the presenter needs to present it correctly. And I feel like that's like I'm not, I'm something not, I, you work on 24-7. Uh, I may present it
1: wrong. I'm not saying both people are culpable for issues in a situation, but both yeah. people are culpable for the responsibility for fixing a relationship. people the right. both, They're both parties of gives and takes in both things, right? Right. So if you're doing something that is clearly hurtful for me, it's not like, we need to work on not hurting each other because you're lying to the yeah. person. But I say, we have an issue in this relationship. We have a, like, the bringing in a, in a phrasing in a standpoint that yeah. it's about us, not just about you being a jerk to me, right? right? This is about how do we become better to each other.
0: Right. I was about to say, if you have, if you're, say, you're dating or you're, I would say if you're dating someone who's hyper-defensive, I would say maybe reconsider <laughs> the person because you're still, like, not married and you have a choice. But if you're already That's married, true. if you're already yeah. married to someone and you're, hitting some humps and you've no. been, you know, in it for a long time and you're working no. on it. I would say that there's also ways that you can say things to a defensive person like, "Hey, I'm noticing this" or "This is not healthy what we're doing. I'm trying to also work on me. What can I do that maybe won't have you react to true. that?" And then that way that's another way of positioning yourself and presenting right. something better. I've done that too where it's true and you have to mean it. It can't be BS. I've had to say I noticed that you're like this. So what can I do to make it not that way? And I don't remember exactly what, but I'm not saying this for no reason. I've obviously said it a time or two. (laughs) And I think it's another way to just let that person kind of have their defenses down and not get so on attack. If any of you are in the market for a new zit patch, I have been using Hero Cosmetics Mighty Patch for well over a year, and it is dare I say, life-changing. It's pretty dang cool because if you're someone like me who likes instant gratification, this patch is also for you. It is a hydrocolloid patch. So what that means is that it's a medical grade gel that gently absorbs and traps all the gunk. For me, the biggest noticeable difference is after one night of sleeping in that patch, you wake up in the morning and your zit is much flatter and less inflamed. So you can go about your day, put some makeup on, and it's barely even there. Barely noticeable. I'm, I'm telling you, especially if they're big whiteheads. I've also used it on cystic acne, and it works with that as well. They are giving you guys 20% off. So if you visit Herocosmetics.com and use code REDHEAD, you'll get 20% off site-wide, excluding bundles. And this is for new and existing customers. So even if you bought with them before, you can still use this code REDHEAD to get your 20% off today. Again, that is Herocosmetics.com, code REDHEAD. I promise you, you will not regret trying these zip patches. Um, Go for the 72 account, I swear, especially if your husband likes them because Mike steals mine constantly and they go really fast.
1: So let's let's dial this back a little bit further because we're going into the details. You're already dating somebody, so to me, yeah. this is if you're looking into a relationship. Well, there's
0: multiple questions, so it wasn't right. just. It was more about healthy. We're just kind of hitting all the things at the end. Just any end point of marriage yeah. that we there, didn't hit. There's the no episodes. way
1: to know for sure the person you're meeting or the new, the person that that's the one person God gave you. You Correct. don't you don't know that until time comes, right? Because mm-hmm. there are people in arranged marriages that happen in other countries end up having very happy relationships with each other very right. good relationship like like they work through it and they've never yep. met before or they barely met right so it's an interesting dynamic that you have all this 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 courtship and all yep. these things that happen and then there are people like their fa- parents say you're getting married to this person and they end up having great marriages yep. and and likewise vice versa the complete opposite way so the it, it comes down to i think your probably viewpoint on what marriage and what relationships are so i think the biggest thing is is find people that you have common the common the big things that that you need in that person i
0: would say morals that's what i was going for yes well uh, morals because you can have really <laughs> good morals and not be religious in any way i do believe that but you can have good morals sure but i would say to take it even one step further because we are christians i think do i think a Christian marrying a non-Christian is possible. I do. I absolutely do. Do I think it makes it a lot harder? I do. <laughs> I really, really do. Because now that I have kids, what are the kids doing? Yeah. What do I do with the kids? Are they coming to church with me? Or are they not? Yeah. It would just be really hard. So while I'm not saying don't, I would just say I think that would be super Ooh. hard now that I'm 12 years in and we even align so well, Mike, with morals and in our religion. And it's still hard. It's yeah. still hard, you yeah. know?
1: Well, yeah, we're not fighting over those situations. That would just right? be one more thing. It is tough, and and you know the the belief that there's a greater, I guess, importance and covenant to marriage also makes it more.
0: You mean like find someone who doesn't want to get divorced? Correct. or Correct. They're like, going to stay. That's not yeah. You know, like like haul? even
1: though yeah. things may be hard in the moment. I know it's my duty and responsibility to work through this because, and that's part of what I think what our view of love is, and this is also our Christian viewpoint of love. Love is a an action. Love is not a feeling. It's not. No, yeah, it's, it's, it it's it leading. It is a constant action of movement towards that other person.
0: Yes, and I don't remember where I heard this, but I've said it often and I do believe it, and it sounds bad, but it's the freaking truth, whether people want to admit it or not, some days marriage is a choice and it is sure. what it is. Some days you wake up and you're not happy and you don't have yeah. the butterflies and you look at the person and you don't think nice things or you question things and you are choosing to stay married and to work on that. Yeah. And that's a choice that a lot of people don't want to make.
1: Yeah. Lust and love are, are different. They It's great when they go hand in hand. And, they, uh, yeah. and it's it's the best when they go hand in hand but there are life and moments of it are amazing look we have children and we love our children without anything do our kids make us angry and frustrated sometimes are never they, are, never. never there's no parent in the world uh, but uh, there but for some standpoint innocent love and people that you I would Jump in front of a speeding car without a thought for my children or yeah. a bullet or anything. In you as well, like there's not a.
0: Don't do moment, that. But I would do it. Don't do that. Would... Then what if we both die, Mike? Then we <laughs> our anyway. kids don't have Trust a parent. Me, Just pre- let me get run but I, over. But, but, but be that, there for them. But
1: those things that that sacrifice and the willingness to. do it. But it doesn't mean that you don't get frustrated by them. Doesn't yeah. mean you don't have human emotions. Yeah. Right? No, it's and, a choice. And, 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 and if if you go after, and we talked to us about your your emotions, if you follow every emotion you have and you chase that emotion, like I would be a bad life. It's it's. It's tough. You're going to, it's, and I've said this the other day, literally the other day, it's not your responsibility to make me happy. Yeah. It's not your responsibility. It is not your responsibility to fill all my needs.
0: You know, what's crazy is, and I know not everyone listening has the same beliefs, but again, we are Christians. It's what we believe. So it's what we talk about. It's biblical that we are supposed to serve the person we are married to and we're supposed to love them and serve them and try to make them happy. It's a giving, it's a very selfless relationship and society goes the exact opposite, which is do what feels good. And if you're not happy, life's too short. Don't stay in a marriage. If you're not happy, obviously if there's abuse and other things like that, we're not talking about that.
1: I mean, look, we're talking about, there are yeah. definite reasons. There, are, you reasons get, you there are reasons that that's still there. And it, it, it's yeah. the reality of life. So I'm glad I,
0: you say that. We're yeah. not these people who have no. never like endured strife. No. Strife. Is no. That and, right?
1: I, and I can talk about, <laughs> Did I say that right? you want to talk about ignoring red flags. I'm, I'm the one of the biggest components that I'm not going to get into the details of my past, but like mm-hmm. there are things that I ignored. And as, as a young man, I would tell myself you are making mistakes and listen to your family. You listen know what? To your this friends, is, and, if you don't mind sharing.
0: Yeah. What were some? Do you can you dive um, into like maybe two vague red flags that maybe could uh, help I mean, people?
1: Look, she struggled with a lot of mental health issues, and it 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 triggered during our relationship or, or our dating relationship. And I felt my stability in that life in that relationship would be the best thing for her. That's what she needed. That's what it would get her through things. And that was what you know was the right thing. It was the pride that you I thought had. you were going to change. Her, I, oh yeah, I absolutely felt that i was going to be the person that was going to put this relationship into stability right, right. and look people struggle with mental health and what if you're struggling with it now under the relationship you're married i mean it doesn't mean you just up and leave yeah. but if you're dating it's a tough thing it doesn't mean you again, you leave that person or if you're in that but there is it makes it incredibly difficult mm-hmm. to have a, a balanced life it, it does and it's and it stinks and And especially somebody somebody here's think If somebody who's not properly medicated. I was about to say that
0: because I I wanted to put that out there because it's not like, because someone listening that struggles with mental illness are going to be like, wow, thanks for targeting me. No, it's not. It's more undiagnosed or someone who's willing to not get help. to help themselves. Exactly. That's a big problem. That's really what it is. I want
1: to make sure we're saying that as well because it is a... We need to be open about the conversation about mental health. It is a really, really, really prevalent thing. And I think mm-hmm. it's a positive thing that's happened in the modern societies that we're talking about this. Yeah. It doesn't mean go pop some pills and do those things. But some people who have serious bipolar issues or things like that, you need to be medicating, be taking things appropriately. And that's, unfortunately, the relationship, it wasn't there. It wasn't in a place. And I and I ignored that because I felt that I could be the stability. And, again, part of it was I didn't understand the disease state right and unfortunately it, it didn't end well um mm-hmm. but those were things that i didn't see during or i did see, I clearly saw them and in fact all my family friends saw it and i didn't listen yeah. and i didn't hear because i felt that my again Lust. this prop no and it wasn't no was maybe no, more no, of a no. savior complex <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't it, I don't
0: know. isn't that what they call there's, it when there's you want a to lot do it to there's save
1: someone? Lot, mo- i mean it's hard to unravel there's there's a it's i would say there's pride and embarrassment like you want this to happen it feels like it's right you're having the right like everyone else is doing this and you met this person it seems to be the right thing but at the same time there's all this stuff that's going on that i didn't quite understand for mm-hmm. for it but it, it yeah i don't know i mean it's again it's more than i want to get into really no at this i one, so. i
0: think that's good and i think anyone who's dated or had a relationship. Can t- I would If you don't have a relationship in your mind that you've experienced where there were some red flags or you feel like you dodged a bullet, that's amazing. Because I can sit here and tell you I had one or two boyfriends or relationships in the past where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm glad we did not get married. Yeah. There were definitely personality red flags there. Granted, they were you know, 20, 21, 22, right. 19, who knows they're, you know, great people now, I'm sure. But you look back and you're like, okay, our personalities were wildly different or we didn't agree eye to eye on this, or maybe um our beliefs didn't line up. And I feel like I dodged a bullet. So I feel like most people yep. have been in relationships at a young age where they definitely ignored some red flags as far as like who they'd want to be married yep. to. Uh,
1: yeah. And then, you know, fast forward to you from my standpoint, after I was, I was divorced, I was single for what, Five years, four or five years, and then I met you, and we were married one year to the date we met. So it wasn't—we didn't have a long courtship. And I think, and I would know this. I was quicker to depart relationships when red flags red flags came up. And I'm not saying that was after your marriage. Oh yeah. Well, that's good. Sometimes it wasn't good. Sometimes it was like you know, there's there's a little bit of that. Like, what do you
0: mean you have regrets about someone else?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) What are you saying? No, no, no. It's not. that's not.
0: (laughs) Just (laughs) kidding. (laughs) Just kidding, it was no, too easy.
1: <laughs> no, but you're when you have that next person, and, and it was, I don't know, like it was like it was opening your heart back up to somebody to really find love again, right? Yeah. And it was because of you know the hurts that were happened prior. And with you, it was it was the big things that really I was looking for. Do I have somebody I can laugh with? And that was really important to me. Right. And I've said this in the prior podcast: to somebody that challenges me that actually is. At the point where it's, but they're pushing me to be like better, and they're keeping me on my toes, and I'm right. having fun in this relationship. You know, it's that whole joy aspect of things, and right. it's frankly somebody who you know that's I was fun. very attracted to, and I happened to find you, and that was awesome. So you filled and and the and the moral thing. You're a strong Christian woman.
0: Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So we're gonna put a bow on this right now and kind of sum up cliff notes. If you're looking for someone or you have someone you're considering for marriage, one, do your morals line up? Do you guys kind of view? I'm not talking about dang politics, although you know, I'm gonna be honest. I would assume if you vote the same way, it would be easier. But take politics out of it; yeah, it's more of that, just it's a politics. Moral? Really,
1: that's not. I think it's more po- of like a
0: moral really. standard, yeah. right? How you view life, how you view um, good from bad, right? Um, what you want to do with your life. And I, I hope think you that's believe in something
1: one. bigger than you. Like, I, look, again, Jenna are like strong Christians who believe. Like, I do hope you believe. Well, I would in something. say
0: next to that is religion, and if you are okay with taking on a marriage where you have two very different religions, maybe go talk to someone about that. As far as like, how do I go about this? How do I do this? Um, I think another thing is if maybe, well, even if you're, in a relationship. Church helps. It does. Church is amazing. It It helps us. If you're in a relationship or you're dating someone and you have some arguments or fights and you do your best to position or present yourself in a nice, healthy way, how are they responding? I would definitely look at that. How are they responding to you? Whenever you want to talk about things, if everything is just, everything's fine, what are you getting a big deal? And they're brushing you off. That's not good. That's not very good. And is it something that they can work through past 15 years of marriage? Yeah, but is it probably going to be difficult? Yeah. <laughs> yep. People don't change. In fact, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, but if we don't challenge ourselves and again choose marriage every single day, we could yep. slip into a worse version of ourselves yep. because we get selfish and we get mad and we get irritated. I don't know. Can,
1: can I say something maybe controversial to modern times?
0: Yeah. Sure. Why not?
1: Don't <laughs> pretend you're married before you're married. I would, I would. Mm. I would Recommend people not to live with each other before they get married. I would recommend people to not have relationships before they're married because relationships—you
0: have to have a relationship. Relations. Relations.
1: Relations. Okay. I know society tells a lot of different. It's our word. Remember code word. So it just it makes things more confusing and it messes up what knowing that other person. I think during courtship and during the times without those things in there. Mm can muddy and confuse people onto what love is. It
0: definitely, if you think about it, when you take out like the relations and the living together, you just have this simple courting relationship. That should be a lot of fun. If you you, think about it, you're not fighting, you're not fighting about him or her throwing the laundry six inches away from the bin because you're not having to deal with that crap. It's supposed to be something where you get to know the person's traits, what makes them laugh, like really fun things. And then you're trapped together in marriage. And then you figure <laughs> out the hard crap. <laughs> but that's what, that's what. Yeah,
1: but people end yeah. up living together for years. And then it's like four years, five years together. And then they end up leaving. It's tough. Like, like, man, that's like. This, everyone that's, does it different. I was married less time than that. But everyone everyone
0: does. does it different. I agree with what you're saying on it. Just muddies it up. But everyone does it different. They do. So now I think it is time after that controversial question to well, go into quite, the jar of weird That's a statement.
1: That's my opinion. I that it is speak your opinion.
0: hundred percent. That's what I I'm going no, to tell my family. No, I to tell my girls I, and my son. hundred percent. I will too. I agree yeah. with that wholeheartedly. I do believe that. I mean, that's why I didn't live with you before. Correct. So you didn't? no, I didn't live with Mike because I was raised that it probably wouldn't be best. And I stuck to that. <laughs> well,
1: you're also afraid of your parents. And, and I was also
0: would. terrified that my parents have been <laughs> mad at me. I'm still afraid. All right. All right.
1: I'm going to say this one because it's, it's. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rephrase this one because I think it's funnier the way I'm going to say it. Ready? Okay. What's the weirdest thing you're scared of? Or, <sighs> or most irrational thing you're scared of? Put it that way.
0: I'm really terrified of looking at a window at night and just seeing a face. <laughs>
1: like, like there's just a dude out there? or like, What kind of face? Any,
0: I mean, you could take a small, adorable child and it's still going to scare the bejesus out of me if I see huh. it in my window at night. A clown? i Terrified of that?
1: A pizza delivery guy? Yeah. A, what if I'm standing out there?
0: Yeah, that freaked me out. Don't do that. What are you afraid of?
1: <laughs> um, irrationally. Yeah. Worms. You like, are.
0: Ma- You're so right. Maggots. I remember that. It's not particularly Mag- worm.
1: It's ma- it's tiny worms. It's I not also earthworms. Earthworms are fine. I could have a thousand earthworms crawl on me, be fine. You put one that's, like,
0: maggots, a, a tinier
1: version of Worm, and for whatever reason, it, ma- it, it, yeah, it's just...
0: He always has. I can ugh. stand for that. Um, I also am claustrophobic, so sometimes, like, if Mike and the kids pile on me, I, like, switch from, like, laughing fun to, like, panic freak out, slapping everyone that's on me, like, really hard because I'm freaking out.
1: I just had a memory of why I'm a, I'm scared of, of maggots.
0: Do you want to share it with the class? I feel like you yeah, do.
1: Yeah, I do. I'm going to share it. Remember, I... And, it, I I think I said this a while back. My grandmother had HBO at her house and my parents didn't know that I could watch movies that were like rated R. What'd there. you watch? What'd you watch? Poltergeist. And I think it was like- I've never seen that. Seven or eight. And it was there's a scene where a piece of meat turns into a whole pile of maggots and I still remember this. And I think that created a weird fear for me. Hmm. So don't let your kids watch Poltergeist.
0: Yeah. That's not
1: English. I just said, don't <laughs> watch your kids-
0: Watch don't Poltergeist. I'm your, not gonna watch yeah, it. All right, this next question. If you could time travel any time in the past for 12 hours, where would you go? Oh, man. I actually know what I'm going to say, so I'll let you think. I'm watching Blonde on Netflix right now about Marilyn Monroe, and I think I'd go to the night like she died. What happened? Did she overdose? So she murdered? What happened? Huh. That's where I'd go.
1: That's the time.
0: That's, I need to know. i It's on my mind right now. Look,
1: I'll, I'm, you know, God rest her and. St- terrible and sad that it happened but yeah. you're going to choose that moment
0: i am right now that's what's bugging me mm. because they made this whole documentary can you on, be
1: can you be an active per- participant or is this a passive participant
0: i just want to watch i don't want to like
1: so you want to watch i
0: don't want to so see many, her die i just want to so see what happens no <laughs> i just want to know the truth what happened but if you're watching then you're what watching happened? it that's i don't know well then fine maybe i can say please don't do that okay. or something and then she's like because ah! like a random so you do, do in that over
1: and then maybe like figuring out what happened in Nazi Germany before it happened and trying to fix that.
0: No, I'm really wondering or what maybe, happened to Marilyn Monroe. Or maybe going
1: to listen to the Sermon on the Mount with Jesus because that's probably what really, I would do. Really? Really? Yeah.
0: You're going to put that on me and yes. make me feel bad about my choice, about Marilyn Monroe putting up next to Jesus? If you could
1: see our Lord, re, Lord incarnate. Fine. I choose um,
0: that one because I need to. But I'm still very <laughs> curious about what happened to <laughs> Marilyn Monroe and that it would bug me.
1: I would, so... Okay, let's say let's let's say the you can't go during the time of Jesus because I think that's fine. You, I,
0: then I'm going to Marilyn Monroe's okay. house. I would want to go.
1: I would want to go to the Roswell, New Mexico incident in the 1940s and what see that? if that really happened. Is when they said the aliens crashed into into Area 51. Mm. I think it was like 1948. I'm so or 40.
0: obsessed with the aliens. I
1: know. Why?
0: I don't. It's freaking weird. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even believe in them. Do, do, do. I,
1: I, I don't know. I think I should start a whole podcast about weird things.
0: You do that. <laughs> you do that. Mike and
1: Jen that. talk aliens and Area Fifty One.
0: One more question. Ready? Do you leave the door open when you go to the bathroom? Depends. I would say you never do. I would say I always do. Leave it open. Always.
1: I pee with the door open.
0: I do everything with the door open, and if poop one with of the you, door got, open? I mean. I'm just trying to be honest on the podcast. Weird. But then if I hear someone, I freaking hurry up and I shut Why'd the door. You just
1: shut the door. I, I like poop like a normal. Sane remember, I being. just told
0: you I'm claustrophobic. I don't, I hate like pooping in a hole. It's weird. Our, like our toilet's not this. Like it's not like the the walls
1: surround you in like a. I want to see.
0: I want to see the backyard. That's what I want.
1: You, you okay? <laughs> I
0: want to see the the trees.
1: Okay? I do not poop without the door closed. I
0: know. Yeah. And I also say, please turn the air sucky loud thing on. I
1: hate the air sucky.
0: Well, I hate breathing in your butt air for the next hour.
1: It is, it's abnormally painful and annoying to me to sit on the toilet with the door closed (laughs) and hear like, how am I supposed to play? Candy Crush.
0: Okay. I knew that's what you're doing there. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you guys don't poop that long. That's what you're doing. You need to, you're need. you playing games. Fantasy football. It's my fantasy football
1: time right now. It's a really... Whatever. Speaking of, I need, speaking of legend, I need to go update my roster. Right all right. Now. I got some trades. and need to make, It's important. Is that's it?
0: all for this, this part in this episode. This is a
1: weird episode. I hope this one was helpful. I think we just kind of rambled.
0: We did, but it was good because it was like the last questions that I got asked <laughs> a lot that didn't really fit anywhere in the whole series. So this ends our marriage series... If you guys missed about the topics that you guys requested most thought about, it's definitely a good one to listen yep. to. My parents were on. We talked about love languages and Enneagrams. Yeah. We had like four weeks it, of, know, of marriage topics. It, it, it was in, really
1: fun. And it cap, All the things we talked about during the marriage, if you're single, all the things you should learn about the person you're dating, their love languages, their Enneagrams, all yes. those things create relation, like communication, because that's what this is about. Communicating with each other, loving each other, respecting another person. And you don't have a little bit of,
0: and fun. fun and good yeah. luck with your dating and thank you so much for listening we will see you guys next week
1: were you telling me thank you for listening
0: no honey well but thank you for listening okay well, hey, you're welcome thank right. you know okay. thank you for listening audience thank you thank you no i was
1: directing it to the audience the okay. use to the use
0: okay goodbye <laughs> You, Me, and Mike is a production of The Rambling Redhead from 13 Media.
1: Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available. While you're at it, leave us a five-star rating while you're there.
0: Have an idea for a topic you'd like us to discuss? Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or send us a message on Instagram. We would love to share your idea on the show. For a daily dose of our crazy lives, follow us on Instagram at the Rambling Redhead and at Mike Todrick. And catch No De Moreno on HGTV.